good morning and welcome to episode five of the sister cast and today we're going to be talking about a real shitty situation (laughs) i think you forgot to turn on your mic I did. Okay, now you can hear me. Let's, shall we start again? Or inside? No, that's good. That's real life. <laughs> and I think that uh, that is a mistake of the person who set up the microphones. No. That would be me. I think it's my job when I pick up my mic to check to see if it's on. Well, some mics you have to turn on. Some mics you don't. Right. Yours you have to turn on. Right, right. Just like a woman. <laughs> so today on the podcast, yeah, we are going to be talking about a real shitty situation that we're just going to have to run with. But uh, in the meantime, first off, I want to uh, give a shout out to Emma Lee on Twitter. On Twitter, Emma Lee writes. She tweeted us, uh, just have to say I love the podcast. It's almost like I'm having coffee with you and shooting the breeze. Aw, thank you. And I think that's what we're going for, right? With the sister cast? Totally it is. Yeah. So Emma Lee is a bromance author and we follow each other on Twitter. Um, and I'm so glad that people are finding our podcast that way. Mm-hmm. We've also had a couple of comments on our website. So when I post, um, when when you post the episodes up on our website as an individual blog post, sometimes people comment there. Yeah, like our aunts. L- oh, yes. Okay. So one of the comments <laughs> is our aunts. Shout out to our family. Hey, Aunt Sylvia. <laughs> if you can't get your family to listen, it's true, right? Uh, hey, hey, our family were my very first fans for my books. That's true, right? Like my my very first book, What Once Was Perfect, I sold. I don't know, like 40 copies maybe in my first month and 32 of those were to young family members. So, and that's just what happens, right? You support your own. So, um, so with podcasting, um, sort of for those who are just joining us, and this is Amanda speaking, I fell into podcasting about six, seven months ago when I was home on maternity leave, Mm -hmm. I was going for daily walks and I wanted to listen to something more than just music. Right. So I started discovering podcasts. Podcasts have been in my life for about 10 years because of my husband. You can go back and listen to episode three where we talk about my husband and how he's an early adopter on things. He's been listening to podcasts for about 10 years. Whenever we'd go on car rides, he used to always get stand-up comedy specials that we would listen to, but then podcasts because there's an endless supply of those. And when we were living in Alberta, we would go for long, long car rides and they would be filled with podcasts. And the next thing you know, it eight hours later, we're in Seattle and we're like, how did we get here? So uh, we hope that you are also jumping on the podcast craze. And so now um, when I listen to podcasts, I do it while house cleaning, mm-hmm. um, doing odd jobs around the house. This is uh, the time of year where there's a lot of gardening and stuff that needs to be done and home renovation. I, my sister is over at my house right now and I just showed her my beautiful staircase where I just ripped the carpet off. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. I did that all while listening to podcasts. Very nice. So in our household, that's what we do. Like my husband will listen to podcasts. He sanded our deck in our backyard for, I think, a month and a half this summer just so he could listen to podcasts. (laughs) A good excuse. And my, my podcast experience is from a professional point of view. I have been a guest on many writing and self-publishing podcasts. Um, And so that's where I first really got involved in the podcasting world. And I love talking about the business side of things, but I also love that our podcast is more like just two sisters having a conversation. Sharing our lives and sharing stories. (laughs) Hopefully you learn something along the way, right? We don't just want to just gab about ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? There's usually, I would say there's a theme, but generally there's not. (laughs) Um, Do you think we're going to have any guests on the sister cast? Oh, yeah. I think at some point for sure. Right. Yeah. 
it's an organic thing. It's just going to evolve. We'll just have to see who we can convince to come down to your basement. <laughs> this is a mobile studio that we can True. bring anywhere. We could take our st- our fancy studio to anywhere. We, we could want. go live for. Hey, does that mean we could go live from Hawaii and it's a tax write off? Ah! I love that idea. The podcast needs to make significantly more money. <laughs> We're currently running at a deficit. <laughs> but uh, but speaking of podcasts and uh, and today's sort of theme, um, when I, when my daughter was born and I wanted to get more active, I started walking and listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so I would take my oldest daughter to school, drop her off, and I would start walking. And I would start walking. Away from your house. Away from my house. <laughs> and about 30 minutes into the podcast and 30 minutes into the walk, I would be looking for a bathroom. Yeah, because that whole movement thing, it, it makes movement. Makes movement. And so that's the story I want to talk about because the internet was all a buzz about the mad pooper. The mad pooper if in you, Colorado. If you didn't hear about this story yet, it's a female jogger in Colorado Springs who has been pooping outside of families' homes. I just can't. On a weekly basis. I just, it's so weird. So what's that old saying? Once is an accident, twice is a coincidence, three times is a pattern? Yeah, I think something like that. So, yeah. This is a weird, I mean, what is the psychological makeup of someone who more than one, I can kind of understand. Like, as you say, you start to move your body and things start happening inside I mean we've all had moments when we're like I don't know if I'm gonna make it to a bathroom but like after the first time you start to recognize those early warning signals and find a bush I mean she's not she she's not finding a private corner either like the one woman right. who, was, who was interviewed it was on her front lawn in front of children Yes. That's, there's some psychological something going on there. But she's wearing a running outfit. Like, she's clearly running. (laughs) Yeah. Is that just her disguise, her cover-up? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, how deep does this go? Oh. Like, is the running an excuse to poop on people's lawns? I don't know, but... (laughs) Like, when I start to, un- like, at first you hear yeah. the story and you laugh. And then you want to unpack it and try and really understand. And then you're like, no, there could be definitely something yeah. wrong there. Yeah. Um, or she could just be one of these people who honestly doesn't see the big deal. I mean, I say, I mean, I, I, that's hard to understand because not pooping on a front lawn is kind of, that's a pretty universally held social construct or, or social agreement, right? Like... Maybe it's a Freudian slip. I don't know. Maybe it's only a social construct. Maybe maybe we should just be able to poop wherever. No, that's no. No, No, because this family did put up a sign on the wall that said, like, I'm begging you. (laughs) I'm begging you. Please stop. And the, this, uh, the article on the Huffington Post did say she ran by it like 15 times yesterday and still pooped. So is she going back and forth? Like, how do you run by something 15 times? Like, I get that runners, they're one of the most disciplined people out there and they have their routine. Like, yeah. if every Sunday, if she's doing her long run and maybe she's got a little OCD and has to always run the same way. I get all that. And and I do think, I, I sometimes watch distance races on youtube yeah which by the way watching a distance race on youtube that that's also a little bit like what i'm not running myself that's a weird thing that i love to do but anyway i love to watch coverage of distance races and documentaries about distance racing and there 
when you're running a hundred miles, I mean, there's pooping that happens sometimes not, but that's different because every that's expected. Mm -hmm. And also you go behind a tree. Not always. Not always. Not always. They don't cover that on YouTube. So (laughs) they don't. I I bet I've never seen, I've never seen video of anybody. I have. And, and also in my like real life when I've been a little, a little more active, and I've done five k races and ten k races locally. I've seen people veer off. Usually, I think to pee. I mean, they're not behind that tree for very long, right? But I have never, truthfully, other than a small child, my own small child, I have never seen another human being poop in my entire life. And I would, I would like to keep it that way. That's not something that I need to see. <laughs> yeah (laughs) I've seen it in running like you definitely see that like like you know with the big marathons right that people like they do not go behind a tree they literally just pull over to the side I have never seen that and I have seen it where they just keep on running and it's just I've, yes, I've also, out there. I have seen that. I've seen somebody poop a little in their pants. Yeah. Or a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's awkward and weird. But I mean, yeah, like, yeah this, you're right. So the runner mentality. R- you know, yeah. like, so I'm not really sure. And we're um, both making faces right now. The thing is, because we're <laughs> recording this podcast now, this story, I think at this point is uh, five days old. Yeah. So by the time this episode is posted, maybe there will be more. Yeah. So I don't want to... go too much into her mental illness if there is or there is got to be an explanation right I you know this is really I wanted to share this so that I could um share your own story yeah and I want to just jump in about Charmin you know the toilet paper company yeah they have waded into this oh what did they say shitty situation (laughs) they um tweeted if the mad pooper turns herself in they're going to give her a year supply of toilet paper to help with the runs I love it when companies yeah. jump in on these viral stories. Yeah. A year's worth of toilet paper wasn't like can't be know. worth that much. Well, I mean a, a a package of toilet paper is what, like ten dollars, fifteen dollars? I buy it on sale. Well, let's just say it's ten dollars and you buy it weekly. No, so- you do not buy a package of toilet how much pooping is going on in your house? <laughs> I have two boys and a husband, <laughs> so I feel a lot. Maybe it maybe every two weeks. I don't know. I feel like I bought toilet paper yesterday. Yeah. I will keep track. And I yeah, will report do. back. I will report back to the podcast how often I buy the toilet paper. But I feel like, okay, let's say it's ten dollars a week and there's fifty dollars fifty weeks in a year. That's five hundred and twenty dollars. That's actually not yeah, I see And what I think you're it's saying. less than that. I think if you spend more than two hundred and fifty dollars a year on toilet paper. Really? Okay. Yeah. But that's what I love about year supply. So I, in in my, you know, other half of my life, I'm in charge of contest and marketing and I love year supplies. Right. Love. It sounds so much bigger. It sounds so good. Year supply of movies, year supply of popcorn, year supply of, (laughs) and really. Year supply of popcorn. That's, that's an easy gift to give. You know, like. I'm going to start giving away a year supply of popcorn. Just year supply of all sorts of stuff. It sounds so much bigger than yeah. uh, than it actually is, right? So yeah. people think it's like, I guess, depends how much. So good on you, Charmin, for getting involved in helping find the mad it's pooper. Always, it's always fun to lighten up the mood when we're talking about something. Pooping. Kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Yeah. Uh, so it brings up the question. Have you ever pooped when running? I've never pooped while running. No. I have pooped once. Um before i could get to a bathroom while i was in the car you pooped your pants in the car no you didn't i did tell me more just like a little bit or like a little bit but like enough that like i had to throw out 
the underpants. <laughs> <laughs> you had to throw out the underpants, but what about the pants they were attached to? They were fine. I could put those in the okay. wash. Okay. It was not, it was just, it was one of those things where I was driving home mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my tummy started rumbling. And then I was like, wait, I think, you know, oh God, oh, what's happening? And I pulled into my driveway and I was like, yeah, no, that's it's not happening. Not happening. And um, had to race inside. And yes. did you like almost make it to the toilet or like, no, no. I already pooped in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shame. And that's, that's the so thing is shameful. clothing are so cheap that I'm just throwing that throw out. Throw it out. Throw it out. Yeah. I'm not even attempting. Yeah. Not. So I pooped when running once. Yeah. I don't run a ton. Yeah. I know that sounds so glamorous. I pooped while running. You know, I'm a runner. <laughs> I run. I don't run. Yeah. I l- wish I could run. Yeah. Um, And I want to run so bad, but just with my body the way it's made up it's not it's not it's not fun so um one time I was running though fairly early in the morning I think I had had breakfast I definitely had had coffee and I was out for a run and I had these cute little running shorts on and I was actually fairly close to work um very close to home I was running at my work where there's Mm -hmm. a nice one kilometer loop Mm -hmm. that there's never any cars and I like doing that loop because I never know how many loops I want to go right right so each each time I'm like oh I can do another kilometer I can do another kilometer and I was Halfway through one of the kilometers and my tummy started rumbling yeah. and there was not much warning. So I did start running home. Right. At that point, I probably should have stopped running. Right. And walked. Right. But I didn't. I was like, I'll just keep running. Right. The faster I get home. No, the faster those legs churn, the faster the tummy churns. And I filled those nice, cute running shorts. Oh, no. And luckily, I was really close to home and I wasn't in a car or anything. So I just... <laughs> It all came out. Yeah. And I came running home and I threw them right in the garbage and hopped in the shower. Yeah. And never yeah. spoke of it again. I will say this because I also am an, an erstwhile runner. Um, I run occasionally. But before I run, I always go to the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. It's a rule. That's one of the tips that if you are. Yeah. If you do get the runner trots, as it's called. As it's called. Sometimes people will say, go for a warm-up jog. Then go to the bathroom. And then go to the bathroom if yeah. you can't go before you go. Yeah. Um, but I also, I do not run in the morning. I only ever run at night. Right. And totally running in the morning. Because, I mean, that's what happens, right? You wake up in the morning, you start moving, and then your body kind of wakes up, and then everything kind of happens. It's always more orderly in the evening. So do you think people understand what causes pooping while running? Do we need to give any explanation on that? It's your colonic motility is what it means. (laughs) I Googled it. Um, Colonic It's increased when you run thanks to a surge of hormones in the stomach lining from all the bouncing around. Oh, interesting. Right? All of those factors collide. I'm reading this from the Google. All of these factors colliding is what causes a mid-run poop. Mm -hmm. Running or other exercises where you're having your stomach jostling around. Yeah. I guess Zumba or, you know, jump just a bunch of jumping jacks. But if you've had a kid, there's other things that will happen if you're doing (laughs) jumping jacks. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's just in there, you know, your GI and the running. But that's what they also say. If you are feeling a little plugged up. Go for a run. Go for a run. Have some coffee. Go for a run. So speaking of pooping, how do you feel about pooping in public? Well, obviously, I mean, what are you talking about pooping in public? Well, you know, some people have a phobia. Like, they will not poop at work. Oh, like in a bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I thought we were in agreement that that was not appropriate. Yes. I hope you feel strongly like pooping on your neighbor's lawn is not okay. 
Um, no, I, I have no problem with pooping in a public washroom. Because you work at a Starbucks a fair bit. Yeah. And drinking all that coffee and working, you'll be there for six hours. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty regular person. I poop in the morning when I, like, you know, half an hour after I wake up. Um, so I generally do that at home. But, like, if I needed to, I would poop in public. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. I'll poop anywhere. So uh, one more bathroom story, <laughs> and then people are like, this is the weirdest <laughs> podcast I've ever listened to. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Everyone poops. <laughs> this has happened to you, I'm sure. So I was on a road trip from Toronto to Chicago, mm-hmm. Milwaukee by way of Chicago, mm-hmm. Toronto to Milwaukee to see Tom Petty. I was driving with a friend. We were so excited. We made amazing time. We were on the interstate approaching Chicago. It's like three o'clock on a Friday. And all of a sudden the traffic stops. stops and we're listening to the radio and everyone's talking about how this is the worst traffic they have ever seen in all of Chicago. Oh no. Right. Like we were so excited. We were like, it's three o'clock. You know, Chicago is literally like, 15 miles up ahead and then Milwaukee's an hour and a half the other way we're like this is fantastic we're gonna have so much time we got stuck in that traffic for like three hours (gasps) oh what time was the concert well it was the next day so it was totally fine but we had we were Friday was our drive day and the concert was Saturday night so we were 15 miles from Chicago so I was like well how long could this pause really take it's 15 miles outside so we sat for like three hours And so I was like, well, we have to get off. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, let's just get off somewhere, go and have dinner, go and hang out. And then we'll get back on the highway like at nine o'clock tonight. So we saw this exit for Gary, Indiana. So finally we snaked over there, took three hours to get over there, got off. I had to go to the bathroom so bad at this point, right? Because we had just been waiting in traffic. So we pull up at a gas station. I go running in. I said, do you have a bathroom here? He goes, yeah, but you don't want to use it. It's all clogged up. I said, look, I need to use it. <laughs> oh, no. Either I use your bathroom, I use the floor right here. And he's oh, like, no. he just looked at me like I was a crazy person. He gave me the keys and I went running into this bathroom and it was disgusting. It was like a porter potty in a bathroom. Like it was a toilet, but it had been used by like 10 people and it wasn't flushing. No. Like it was no. the grossest thing no. I'd ever seen. And I added to the pile. No, you didn't. I had to. I had no, no choice. What am I going to do? Poop my pants? Pee on the guy's floor? Or buy a plastic bag? I don't know. But no. So I'm sorry, Gary, Indiana. I think we really need to ask people to share their own shameful stories. Yeah. Hit yeah. us up on Twitter. <laughs> at The Sistercast. And you don't need to go into specifics. You just, you just have to say, yes, I have a shameful story, too. And then go into direct messages. I mean share all the details there. we know with it, my sister not with me we know it's <laughs> happened so oh on that note um should we move do you have any pooping stories you need to share do no, you have I've, anything I've else shared my single pooping story nothing else don't you feel better though getting it off your chest no i feel weird that i've shared it <laughs> <laughs> don't worry no one listens to this podcast so it's perfect at this point we could share anything this is the time in the podcast where we share all our truths that's not true emily rice will have heard that i pooped myself once and she'll never be able to tweet at me the same way again <laughs> but i do like that right this this part in the podcast we can share whatever our deepest darkest secrets are because it's our People aunts and emma the first few yeah, yeah. our aunts and emma are listening 
So in honor of today's topic on the podcast for five and 10, this is a fun little game we play where I ask my sister, Zoe, this is Amanda speaking. I asked Zoe if she can name five things in 10 seconds. And I'm terrible at this, but okay. You're getting better. I feel like today's are pretty easy. I don't. But I I say that every time. I'm not. I don't work well under pressure, but okay. I'm just going to pull up my fancy little timer here because uh, it's yeah, better we when we have buzzer. our timer. Yeah. 10 seconds goes by quickly. It really does. Uh, okay. So where are you? 10 seconds. There you are. Okay. So Zoe. Yes. Five and 10. Can you name five chocolate desserts? Lava cake, chocolate cake, chocolate ice cream, chocolate chip cookies. Uh... Uh, brownies brownies see chocolate chocolate desserts because of today's topic (laughs) oh that's too funny we also would have accepted s'mores and eau claire but you did it quite well there we go but uh, what did i say chocolate lava cake and chocolate cake are those but they are two separate things yeah i think one is a flourless tort maybe oh i should have been fancier right i mean whatever it's just Yes, you didn't yes. say pudding. I would have accepted pudding. Mm-hmm, totally. Chocolate pudding. Uh, I don't even like chocolate. So what? I've, you don't like chocolate? Do I know this? Did you not know this about me? You love chocolate. I, no, I do not love chocolate. What? I, I don't. What? <laughs> I don't hate chocolate. Like, I will eat chocolate. Um, today, I bought chocolate girl guide cookies yes, from did. my adorable niece. And I will eat one or two of those. But I will only eat one or two because chocolate's only just okay to me. I will never choose chocolate from a menu if I have any other choice. Really? Yep. My like, for example, if we go out to a restaurant, my dessert choice is always creme brulee. Right. I, I knew that. I adore creme brulee. Yeah. Um. I also liked. Uh. I also like anything that has fruit. So my ice cream choice would always be like strawberry or raspberry or cherry. Um. I don't mind if it has chocolate like chunks in it. You know, like a a nice black cherry ice cream with like shaved dark chocolate. Yes, that's that would, delish. Yeah, that would you be know? delicious. But but the main is the vanilla. main ingredient is the the cherry with cherry and vanilla ice cream. As a, oh. And I love vanilla. So if I, if so for right. cake, my birthday cake, for example. Well, my birthday cake would be apple pie. Right. But if I was if I had to choose cake to make people happy, I would choose vanilla cake or lemon cake. See. I knew so you now knew that you, all those individual I, things. Yeah, yeah. But I, but it's, I guess because you do, it's not that you dislike chocolate. Yeah. It's just not your first preference. Yeah, I won't turn chocolate down. Like if I, if the only birthday yeah. cake that's available, I will take a small piece of chocolate cake. But yeah. I probably won't finish it. Interesting. Yeah. I just chocolate is an interesting taste. It's not, but it's not a delicious taste to me, and I find it too rich. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Which do you like better? Oh, I actually don't eat milk chocolate. So it tastes like rotten milk to me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like chocolate chips in a thing, chocolate chips are milk chocolate and chocolate chips in a thing are fine. Right. But a chocolate bar, like, so for example, you know, it's really good that no, I wouldn't eat, I would never eat arrow. Arrow would just never. Oh God. No. And those bubbles are weird. Um, sorry, arrow. If you hear this, (laughs) Cancel (laughs) we do not want a year, a year's supply of arrow bars. Um, but like, I really enjoy a Cadbury fruit and nut bar if it's made with, if it's the Cadbury dark Dark. fruit and nut. The Cadbury milk fruit and nut will never cross these lips. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Okay. Five and ten. Got two more for you. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's do it. Five Olympic summer sports. 
uh, decathlon, heptathlon, 100-meter sprint, swimming, uh, the breaststroke, and the back crawl. Okay, fine. I accept all of those. <laughs> I love the Olympics. Gymnastics. Yeah. We also would have accepted volleyball and beach volleyball. Yes. Yes. See, the thing with the Olympic summer sports is that you, there's so many variations yeah. of each one. Yeah. Right? The swimming, you probably could have named five of those. Totally. Right? Yeah. You excited? The Olympics are coming to Los Angeles 2028. I didn't know that they were. Oh, that's so exciting. That yep. is very exciting. Yep. They're yep. coming back to the States. 2028. So who has them in 2024? Paris. Oh, I see. I think. That's very exciting. Oh, maybe I should try and go to Paris for the Olympics. Is that the next one? No, when's the no. next one? Uh, 2020 would be someplace. I don't know. Right. 2028 Los Angeles. Oh, that's very exciting. Let's see if I was right. Yes, it is Paris. I love I the Olympics. And it's and the reason why I named the heptathlon and decathlon first in my is because of the adorable Canadian-American love story between um the two people who I can't name. Brianne Tyson and her husband oh the american yes 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 I don't, their, I don't remember their names they have the cutest visa commercial that was for the last olympics the oh, okay yes, know, yes 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 um the 2016 olympics they they did the, the, rio. You know, the, the um for rio they did that you know first first who's you know and they were like competitive it was just adorable so then i followed them on youtube and they upload a lot of really cute videos very supportive of each other and shows their combined training and just a, a peek inside their lives. Remind me again which sports they, what sport? Heptathlon and decathlon. So he does the decathlon, which is the 10, 10 track and field sports. And she does the seven, which is the heptathlon. Gotcha. Yeah. 2020 are in Tokyo. Oh, really? So we got Tokyo, Paris, and then Los Angeles. Ah. Oh, that's very exciting. Okay, cool. Is, because the, the next Olympics are 2018. This next year. Yeah, but those With are the, the winter, winter Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and last five and ten, in honor of today's topic. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not five brands of toilet paper. It's five brands of running shoes. Uh, Adidas, Nike, Sacconi, New Balance. What? I well, feel like that was only I, I, I maybe What did you put that I for forgot eight to, seconds? I forgot to stop the timer. <laughs> um, that was four. Uh, I don't know what a fifth one is. There we go. I only said four. Okay. You know what's fascinating? Yeah. Is you did them in the exact order that I had them written. Adidas, Adidas Nike, Sacconi, New Balance. Oh, and then I didn't say Reebok or Under Armour. Oh, that's too funny. So <laughs> interesting that you did them in that order. Yeah. Same as me. Yeah. And I don't think that Adidas, like, I don't think that they're necessarily in that order. I wear New Balance, and it's interesting that I didn't you say You did New that fourth. I did that fourth. The last yeah. one. So, isn't that interesting? Right? Adidas, I think I said first because it starts with an A. Maybe. And then yeah. Nike, just do it. So, yeah. All right. So, that pretty much wraps up this episode, episode five of the Sister Cast. Five episodes in the can. This <laughs> will go down as the shittiest episode <laughs> we have ever done. Oh. Uh, I saw uh, something on uh, Twitter. You have a free book out there with a silver fox. I do. Retrosexual under my pen name, Ainsley Booth. And it's free. So everybody should go to my website, AinsleyBooth.com, and grab it. Will it be free for a while? It'll be free forever. Yeah. Free forever. It's a short story. Um, like a, It's kind of a prequel novella to the series. So the first book that we wrote, Prime Minister, is about a prime minister of Canada who's single and falls in love. And in the first couple of episodes, you, you see his chief of staff, 
um, and his chief of staff is the boss to the PhD student who comes in for as a temporary intern um, who falls in love with the prime minister. And so I love the chief of staff. Um, his name is Stu, and he just... I just adore him. He's very frustrated by the fact that he can tell that they're falling in love and that's like not okay in the workplace. And so I'm like, I think that Stu and his wife have an interesting happening at the same time story. So I flipped it and that's what we wrote. So it's just, it's like the, the same, it's a start of prime minister, but from Stu's point of view and his wife is very frustrated by the fact that his life is now consumed by being the chief of staff to a prime minister which was not supposed to happen so i mean it's gonna like yeah, yeah yeah so the prime minister in the story um is not like our real prime minister in in his um polit in how he got to be prime minister so we i'm a bit of a political junkie and um we kind of pushed together a whole bunch of different facts from canadian history so there was a time um a number of years ago when the ruling conservative party lost really badly in an election and they went from being the ruling party to only having two seats in the house of commons and they lost their official party status and from there the the conservative party was kind of rebranded and reborn and came back to power later on but i thought that that was really interesting that a party in power could tumble to only have two seats so i took that bit from history and gave it like turned it around but so in our in our series the backstory which is actually never on the page but i just knew it and and kind of it's mentioned so in our story gavin became he was elected mp in an election when everybody else except for one other person in his party was they lost their seats so he was a new mp in a party that only had two seats and the other mp was somebody who wouldn't be the party leader and so he became the party leader of a party that didn't even have official party status this young guy from vancouver who became basically like a solo like street fighter kind of politician and so Stu, at that point, this is all before the book starts, Stu is his chief of staff. But when you're the chief of staff to a member of parliament who doesn't even have an official party, that's a very different job description than being the chief of staff to a prime minister, right? So when the when when my little short story, Retrosexual, starts, his wife, Adrian, is still like adjusting to the fact that her husband went from being, for, for, he had been for four years, basically just him and Gavin, just representing their little riding in Vancouver to all of a sudden he's like working 16, 18 hour days and the kids never see him. And so that's where retrosexual starts, which I think is a story that a lot of people can identify with, right? Your spouse is all of a sudden working a new job and that's frustrating for sure yeah but don't worry it's still it's a super dirty book i was gonna say and <laughs> and and, and do things get is there some frustration sex going on no frustration sex so if she goes away for the weekend she she tells him the kids are going to my sister's I'm taking a weekend just for me. I'm going to Toronto and I'm going shopping and I'm staying in a hotel. And <gasps> does she have an affair in the hotel? She does not. But well, you should read the book. It's really short. But it's um. But he follows her. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh fun. Yeah. So all MPs have chief of staffs. No, I mean it's fiction. Oh, I don't, right. they, I don't know if they do or not. I make stuff up all the time. But yeah, no, I think that they do. I think that they would have like they might not call it a chief of staff. They might call it like 
right. executive assistant or like but yeah right. they, every mp has a staff they have a constituency office right and then they have staff in ottawa too gotcha there's gotcha, probably gotcha. you know like even for like an mp of someone who's not a you know, not a minister or something. They would probably have a staff of, you know, three or four people at their constituency office and two people in Ottawa. So I think this is just good a time as any um, to to talk about the West Wing fictional characters that you follow uh, on Twitter. Yes. So you're a huge West Wing fan. Huge West Wing, Wing fan. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing show, right? Yeah, I have watched the West Wing over and over and over again. I watched it when it was on originally when I was, I think I was a teenager when it was on the first time. And, um... Then through both of my maternity leaves, The West Wing was the show that I went to in the middle of the night. This was pre-Netflix because my kids are a little bit older. And I would watch The West Wing um, DVD set that I had while I was nursing my kids through the middle of the night. You know, that endless nursing when you just kind of park yourself on the couch with a nursing pillow and a giant cup of water and some snacks. And it's just like nonstop. Um, I watched all seven seasons of The West Wing over and over again through both maternity leaves um and so i adore the west wing and, and once years ago i i was searching for something it might have been on my second maternity leave i was searching for something on twitter and i stumbled across the fact that there's a toby ziegler account and i liked it and then i commented something you know something this is something that toby ziegler would say or something like that and he replied <laughs> Toby Ziegler replied to me and the fact that he's a fictional character that doesn't matter because whoever runs these accounts it's totally like it's they do it in their voices they're very consistent with those characters so the other day um I I now follow like all of them I follow um um Josh Lyman and Donna Moss and the other day I saw that Josh Lyman posted that he has a baby that Donna had a baby and I was like oh my god congratulations I didn't know that you guys had a baby and he's like I said I should I didn't know that you were having a baby I should get I should have gotten you something where's your registry and he goes we have three older kids that's okay just donate to a charity instead and I was like I feel like the worst fangirl in the world because I didn't know that you had three older children like that's all very exciting I donated uh, you know something on your behalf and then Donna liked it, and then other people liked it, and it got retweeted a bunch this of times. This is weird. <laughs> my sister's face right now. I was so excited. They are my favorite. This show has been off the air, f- off the <laughs> air for like twelve years. And these people, whoever runs these Josh and Donna and Toby, etc., um, Twitter accounts, have maintained an entire like character life story situation for yeah. To- have they done like a? No. A 10-year where are they now or you know how like Fuller House has come back Full House came yeah. back with Fuller House and Yeah, no. Hey, Gilmore but, Girls came back. But speaking of the Prime Minister, our real life Prime Minister, right? And the West Wing, Josh Molina has a podcast much more successful than this one called The West Wing Weekly. Yep. And our real Prime Minister was a guest on it a, no. few, yeah, a month ago. Okay, I'll have to go back and listen. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes, so listen to that podcast. Is that podcast all about the West Wing? Do we know? Well, you've never listened. I've never actually listened to it because I'm not a huge podcast person. Other than this Ironically. I can, I can mention this at the end of an episode. No one Forgive listens. me. Remember at this point, definitely <laughs> no. no one's listening at I this know, point. At some point, someone's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, what? what? What is happening? Yeah. Um, I had this funny thing that you mentioned because I have the West Wing Weekly 
in my podcast on here. I just haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, yeah. Listen like, to it and then report it's back. It's physically in my podcast queue. Yeah. But I haven't got to it yet, so. I think they talk about politics. I should listen to it. I just don't, I'm not, I don't. West Wing dr- Weekly. I've got I don't it right drive here. to yeah. a job, so I don't have a commute. Um, I work out with a trainer. Yeah. So I tend to listen to music or talk to her. Um, I do as little housework as possible. I mean, I just don't have an opportunity to listen to podcasts. Dead Irish Writers with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, July 26, one hour and two minutes. You're going to listen to that and then report back. In light of Donna's brief time as a Canadian in Dead Irish Writers, we're honored to be joined this week by Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Oh, so they link it to an episode. I love that. So Donna, in one of the episodes, went up to Canada? No, um, where she was born in Wisconsin was actually part of Canada. Got it. Okay. And so it turns out that she had never been an American citizen, even though, of course, she was an American citizen. So they had to get that straightened out. Um, and which character is Josh Molina again? Um, he um, plays the... Um, or, right, that's he, a real life person. <laughs> Josh, Josh is a real person. Josh Molina is an actor. Josh Lyman is the character. So Josh right. Molina, it, he's the kid from California who they bring to the White House to be the speechwriter. Will Bailey. Will Bailey. Is the character. But yeah, Will Bailey and, Josh his, and, his, and Will Bailey. Oh, we love Josh Molina. Yes. Yes, because Josh Molina was also on Sports Night. Yes. And on Scandal. Yes. Oh, we love Josh Molina. Yes. Right. And he hosts this podcast, The West Wing Weekly. You yes. Say. Okay. I've got a new <laughs> favorite <in>. podcast. <laughs> we love Josh Molina. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Wow. Okay. So um, do you follow the fake Will Bailey? Or has no one created a fake? I don't Will know Bailey? if I don't if if there is, I don't follow him yet. I feel like they haven't. I follow the real Josh Molina, which is yeah. even better. Yeah. Does t- the real Does the real Toby Ziegler is he not on Twitter? Um, to- Richard Richard Scri- Schiff. Yeah. Um, I don't probably know if he not. Is. I mean, here's the thing: when I'm on the Wikipedia page of the main characters of West Wing, yeah. Um, Will Bailey's like four from the bottom. Yeah, he he was because he came in later. He was in he entered in season four, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, Four to seven. Yeah. I don't even think he made it. Was it only seven seasons? Well, we're talking about the West Wing. I don't know if you, this is something else you'll know about me or not. Did you know that both of my pen names come from the West Wing? No, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Really? Yep. Okay. Zoe, Zoe Bartlett. Right. And Ainsley Hayes. Son of a. Yep. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, they, they didn't come directly from... From the West Wing to being my pen names, they went from the West Wing to being on my short list of girls' names if I had a girl, which I did not, and then to being my pen name, which makes sense, yeah, right, which makes sense. So yeah, but there's a like there's a standing joke that if I were to have a third pen name, it would have to be CJ something. Yes, yeah, <laughs> CJ Craig. Do you know what the CJ stands for? Claudia Jean, of course. I should just do five and ten <laughs> about questions about the West Wing. <laughs> You would get it all. That's yeah. funny. Now I want to watch some more West Wing. Oh my God, it's the best show. It's seriously the best show. I adore the West Wing. Oh. And th- I have like comfort episodes that I'll go back yeah. and I'll watch. Yeah. Especially now, you know. Anyway. All right. So where are we at? I think that's the end of this is episode Yay! five. Episode five. We made it to the end of episode five. All right. And we- we'll be back for episode six soon enough.